Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We continue on today focusing on Peter's sermon, the first sermon of the church age, delivered to a crowd on the day of Pentecost following the coming of the Holy Spirit. Today our focus will be on verses 33 through 35 of Acts chapter 2. In these verses, Peter makes it clear that David was not speaking of himself in Psalm 16 or Psalm 110, but was speaking of the Messiah. According to Peter, David addressed his descendant with uncommon respect because he, through the inspiration of the Spirit, recognized how great and divine he would be. Not only was he to be resurrected, but he was to be exalted to God's right hand and his presence there with God was now being demonstrated by the sending of the Holy Spirit. Here now is what Dr. Luke writes in verses 33 through 35. And now he sits on the throne of the highest honor in heaven next to God, and just as promised, the Father gave him the authority to send the Holy Spirit with the result you are seeing and hearing today. No, David was not speaking of himself in these words of his that I have quoted, for he never ascended into the skies. Moreover, he further states, God spoke to my Lord, the Messiah, and said to him, Sit here in honor beside me until I bring your enemies into complete subjection. Oh 
Old Testament saints didn't go up into heaven. If any of them had been up in heaven, David would have been there. David did not ascend into heaven. You see, the Old Testament saints are going to be raised to live down on this earth someday. It is the church that will be taken up into the New Jerusalem. It is said of the believers today, when they die, that they are absent from the body and present with the Lord. This is the teaching of Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now Peter quotes from Psalm 110 verse 1. He is showing the crowd that Jesus is now in heaven at the right hand of God. He will be there until he comes back to establish his kingdom. But while he is at the right hand of God, he is still at work in this world. Now here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of the Christian faith. Peter in the first Christian talk ever given makes that clear. His audience is Jewish, they are in Jerusalem, the crowd is large, perhaps hostile. What should Peter say? He focuses in immediately on the most crucial and debatable point, on the bodily, flesh and bones, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Perhaps that has been the most crucial point throughout history. It is still explained away in one way or another. So Peter marshals evidence. His first point was that the scriptures predicted Jesus' resurrection. So Peter quotes from the Psalms of David. His second point was that many people saw Jesus alive after his crucifixion. They were reliable witnesses to an historical event on earth. I talked about these two in previous programs. Now to Peter's third line of evidence for Jesus' resurrection. Luke records these words of Peter regarding Jesus in Acts chapter 2, verse 33. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Peter is saying that the ascension of Jesus and his exaltation with God is proof of his resurrection. That's an interesting way of arguing. No one had seen the resurrection, but many had talked with the risen Lord after that. Several had seen the ascension, but no one talked with him after that. Where did Jesus go? How did they know he really was at the Father's right hand? Notice how Peter builds his case. Let me put some words in Peter's mouth. Peter says, We know Jesus was resurrected because he ascended to the Father. He couldn't have ascended if he was dead in a grave somewhere. How do we know he ascended? We saw him leave, but you didn't. So why should you believe us? You should believe us because of what you have seen here. God promised the Holy Spirit would come after Jesus' ascension, and you've seen the evidence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit could not have come unless Jesus had first ascended, and Jesus could not have ascended unless he had first been resurrected. So the things that this audience had seen and heard, the wind, the fire, the inspired speech, those things that were happening were a powerful evidence 
that Jesus was alive. They couldn't have happened unless he were. The stupendous events at Pentecost spoke incontrovertibly to his resurrection. But that's not all. After his ascension, Jesus was exalted to the right hand of God in the eternity dimension. So notice Peter's way of arguing. Jesus could not be at God's right hand unless he had ascended, and he could not have ascended unless he had been resurrected. Now, how did Peter and his Bible-believing Jewish audience know that Jesus was to be exalted to share the throne of God at his right hand? Peter finds the answer in the Bible. He quotes from David, who wrote a thousand years before Christ came. Here is what Peter says. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he wrote, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Since David obviously never ascended to heaven to share the throne of God, he wasn't talking about himself, but about someone else. God is the speaker when he said, Sit at my right hand, that's clear. But to whom is he speaking? Not to David. Jesus and the Pharisees agreed that God was speaking to the Messiah. He was inviting the Messiah to sit at his right hand, to share the throne with him, to rule the universe. Now, Peter here identifies that person as Jesus himself. Through the words of David, God invited Jesus to sit at his right hand. That was the sure sign of God's approval of Christ's earthly mission and that that mission was completed. We call that the exaltation of Christ. Peter's point is that the resurrection must have happened or Christ could not have completed his mission and be recognized and exalted by God himself. So the exaltation of Jesus Christ is and remains an integral part of the Christian faith and an evidence of Christ's resurrection. One final point. Notice something else here. God's words to Christ, until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. They speak of a coming judgment. The enemies of Christ now seem to have the upper hand, but there will come a time when that will change. Sin is allowed freedom now to do its work. One day Satan's masterpiece, the Antichrist, will activate his program and seek to overthrow the Lord's rule on earth. It is then that God in Christ will return in glory and bring history to a close with the judgment of the Antichrist and the nations. The enemies will become the footstool of his feet. Jesus the Messiah was raised from the tomb. He ascended. He was exalted to God's right hand and he will return to make all things right. One day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Every eye shall see, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess to the glory of God that Jesus is Lord. Oh
new as a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.